the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to today's episode of The Situation Report. Very glad to have you joining me. My name is Jeremy Stonelecker. I am your host. And this is the show where we do the very best that we can every single episode to give you the information and perspectives you need to navigate an ever-changing culture. Today we are going to have a discussion about the ever-changing nature, not of culture, but of information. It's amazing. We tend to receive information from whatever source we prefer. All of us look at different things. Uh, For some of you, you get up in the morning and you look at the same news site. Maybe you get up and the first thing you do is go to social media. Maybe you talk to friends at work. But you receive your news and your information from somewhere. All of us do. And based on that information that you receive, that information, that news that you are consuming, you make decisions. It's always interesting to me, particularly right now, with as much as is going on in our culture and in the news, it's always interesting to me to talk to people who don't know what's going on. I've had conversations recently with people who uh, haven't heard about what's happening in Florida with Disney and all of the uh, LGBTQ stuff that's happening and the conversations around transgenderism and teaching our children. I I spend so much time thinking about this stuff and talking about this stuff that when I talk to someone who's like, oh, I, I didn't know that, it's almost offensive to me. It shouldn't be offensive, but I'm almost offended by it. But I know that even if you don't know what I know, if you don't receive the same content that I receive, if you're not consuming the same information that I'm consuming, whatever it is that you're feeding on, whatever information you're feeding on is driving the decisions you make. All of us take in information. We process that information. Hopefully we process it based on how factual we believe it to be. We process it based on our own predispositions and understandings of a topic before we receive information. We make decisions based on our past and what we've experienced personally. And then with that information, we make decisions for our lives. When we talk about navigating an ever-changing culture, the way we navigate culture as it changes is by consuming information, taking in data, listening to the news, or talking to other people about the news, what's going on in the world, processing that, and then based on our own worldview, making decisions about how we will behave or what we'll allow our families to do, what direction we are going to go. You've known it in your gut. Something just wasn't right about the 2020 election. Well, you're right. And here's the proof you've been waiting for. In Dinesh D'Souza's explosive new documentary, 2000 Mules, you'll see jaw-dropping evidence of exactly how the Democrats pulled off the biggest heist in American history. Drawing on meticulous research from election integrity group True the Vote, 2000 Mules uses both cell phone geo-tracking data and video evidence 
to uncover a massive network of illegal ballot trafficking in all five key swing states. Enough election fraud to change the outcome of the 2020 election. Thousands across the country attended the nationwide theatrical release. Now, you can watch from the comfort of your own home. Watch on any device with a web browser. Gather friends, family, and skeptics alike, but don't miss it. See the movie that President Donald Trump calls a real blockbuster. Go to SalemNow.com to watch today. That's SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Sponsored by Salem Media Group. This conversation around navigating an ever-changing culture is absolutely essential. On this show, we do our very best to have on good guests. (laughs) Guests who can not only speak to the issues and they speak to them sometimes uh, with as much passion as you see in other places, but, but not just bringing the passion, not just speaking to these issues with passion, but speaking to these issues with facts, with information, with data, with historical perspective, so that you, the listener, and me, the interviewer, can receive this information and then make our own decisions about the world around us. That is the game. That's what this is all about. Uh, You've probably heard me in the past. uh, I've I've said this to people that that I've interviewed. I've said this uh, in solo episodes like this one. Uh, I am sometimes so frustrated with people on the right, news personalities or media personalities on the right. I get so frustrated because so often they are what I would believe to be factually correct. I agree with their position, but they're so angry And their arguments are so devoid of any real facts or information that they almost come off as silly. Like they're standing on a street corner somewhere screaming to get our attention. The crazy thing is that in our culture, the street corner is social media. And the people who are screaming the loudest on that street corner, the street corner of Instagram or Facebook or Twitter, they get the most clicks, the most likes, the most follows, the most views. And so they continue to scream. To me, that's not helpful. Again, that's why this show is about providing information and perspectives you need to navigate this culture that is changing around us. I want to give an example of the changing narrative. My point today is very simple, and if you're not going to listen to this whole episode, I hope that you will. (laughs) My goal is that you'll get all the way through it. But if you decide not to, before you shut off, give me 30 seconds, here's the point I want to make. And if you get it right now, I'll say it, and you go, yeah, that's right, I get it, then you can move on with your day. Uh, But if you don't, listen to the rest. I'm going to make a case. But here's the point. We need to do our own research. We need to consume information, not just from this show, and I hope I give you good information, but from this show, from other news shows, from personalities that you trust, from things that you read, from friends that may have more experience in an area than you. You need to consume as much information as possible. You need to do your own research by asking your own questions. You need to triangulate that information and come to a reasonable conclusion not just based on the opinion or perspective of one person, but on actual information, actual data, a group of people, a sampling of information and perspectives so that you can really get a clear picture of what's actually taking place. 
when we talk about polarization, what does that mean? Polarization, it's when you have blinders on. You can only see one thing. You can only think one thing. You can only believe one thing. And no information is going to change your mind. We're seeing this in the abortion debate that's happening in our country right now. We've talked about this before. We're going to talk about this some more on the show because it's so important. But one of the questions I continue to ask is, why are we even having this debate There is so much science. There is so much information. There are poles of opinions around this issue. There's a mountain of factual data that we can hang on to to make these decisions. But because we're so polarized, we have our positions already chosen out. We don't care about the data. We don't care about the facts. We don't care about the information. Polarization will lead you down the wrong path. Following the guy who's screaming on the street corner of social media will lead you down the wrong path. Finding three or four people that you agree with, and those are the only people you listen to, that will lead you down the wrong path. You must do your own research. I'm going to give you an example that I think is probably evident. It's probably apparent to most of you. But seeing this or having this explained in real time, uh, it's just fascinating. Over the last couple of years, if you have been aware of your surroundings at all, (laughs) you know that things have been weird. They've been really, really weird. Uh, 2019, the end of 2019, uh, we were doing a a short news show. uh, And we talked about various things that were happening during the week. And I remember toward the end of 2019 and even the beginning of 2020, talking about this Wuhan virus. I remember talking about that. And I had never even heard of Wuhan, China. I was actually on uh, an interview for One American News sometime in late 2019, And the city Wuhan came up because there was a lab there and there was a Harvard professor that was working there. All this stuff was happening. And uh, Alex Salvi, the interviewer, was talking about Wuhan. I started laughing. I'm like, I've never even heard of this city before. And now the whole world is looking at this one city, right? We had never even heard of it. Uh, We're going about our lives. We're doing our stuff, having Christmas, going on vacation, coming back into a new year, so full of hope and promise. Uh, That Wuhan thing is off in another country. Other things are happening. COVID, we had never even heard of it. And then we started to hear about it. And then people started to talk about how bad it was. I remember President Trump coming out and saying, this is a thing, but we have had 12 infections in the United States and no deaths, no hospitalizations. We're going to beat this. You know how the story went. Eventually, we didn't beat it. <laughs> uh, sometime in March, we decided, and we, when I say we, I don't mean me or you. I mean whoever decides these things, decided that the whole world needed to be shut down. I, ha- I was on a trip with my, uh, my wife and my oldest son. He had graduated from high school. We said, hey, you graduated from high school. Your mom and I are going to take you on a trip. We'll go anywhere you want to go. And he's not a normal kid. He wanted to go to Texas to do two things. He wanted to watch a basketball game in San Antonio, and then he wanted to go out and do some hunting. Uh, and in the there's a property there that we have uh, access to, and he wanted to do those two things. So we said, "All right, that's gonna be great." We went to San Antonio, we watched the Spurs play, and the next day the NBA announced they would not be playing any more basketball games for the foreseeable future. We were there uh, for the last Spurs game of the season in 2020. Started getting phone calls. Uh, the 
foundation that I work with, working with veterans, having programs to help veterans with post-traumatic stress, uh, started getting phone calls from people, from locations, from suppliers saying, we can't, we can't do this right now. We don't have a location or we can't get supplies to you. Uh, the airlines are starting to change how travel takes place. All of this is happening. And eventually it didn't take long. The entire world just about, just about shut down. Uh, full slate of speaking events canceled over the course of just a couple of days. You know this. You lived through this. You have your own story. Your own schedule was impacted. Your work was impacted. Uh, maybe your livelihood was impacted. But everything changed. You see, something happens, and we didn't know exactly how to handle it, but those who are smarter than us, scientists, people who research these things, people who spend their entire lives thinking about these things, they determined that the best thing we could possibly do was shut everything down, require every person on the planet to stay indoors for at least two weeks, and then we would go from there. And for the last two years, we've been fighting ourselves out of this hole here in the United States. We've done better than a lot of places. As this episode is being recorded, there are countries right now uh, where people are still restricted to their homes. They can't go into uh, places where there's crowds, a public gathering place. Uh, These restrictions still exist. But here in the United States, we've done better. But things have changed so much. Now, that's our backdrop. A lot of the discussions we've had, a lot of the arguments you've had with your friends, a lot of the people who are screaming on social media are about lockdowns, are about masks, are about vaccinations, are about the the rightness or the wrongness, the efficacy of these things. This is the conversation. These are the conversations that we have been having. And you've watched, just as I have, as expert after expert after expert has stood on a platform behind a podium at the White House or some other very important briefing area and said, this is what we must must do. Science is dictating this. We're following science. We're going the direction of science. This is what we're doing. People who had a different opinion who said, well, perhaps masks aren't that important. Maybe locking down uh, people in their homes is not that helpful. Perhaps there will be a net negative impact on children if we don't allow them to go to school. People who had those opinions were being censored, were being thrown off of social media platforms, thrown off of media platforms, their careers ending. You know the story. I'm making a point. (laughs) Here's the point. Let me read a couple of articles to you. I'm going to start with this one. Uh, I'm sure you're aware of this, but in January of this year, so two years into this uh, pandemic, I put that in air quotes, pandemic, the CDC updates mask guidelines, cloth masks least effective. Now, you might say, what crazy website are you getting this from? This is an article on WebMD, the source of all medical knowledge. If you're anything like me, Anytime you have a tickle in your throat or something happens, you consult WebMD, right? That's what all of us do. As far as I know, there's not a political bent here. This is just information. But January 16th, 2022, this article on WebMD, CDC updates mask guidelines, cloth masks least effective. Now, please go back in your mind to when the experts said (laughs) you have to wear a mask everywhere or you're going to kill people. You may be infectious and not know it. Uh, You could spread a disease and not even know that you have it. 
Originally, the information we were receiving was you wear a mask to protect others. That changed. Now we're wearing a mask to protect ourselves. Then we went to ourselves and others. We have to wear masks everywhere at all times. Images of very small children being forced to wear masks in public places. Very small kids. Families getting escorted off of airplanes because moms and dads can't get their little kids to keep a mask on. Again, I've said this several times, uh, this is not good broadcasting, but you know the story. (laughs) You've seen this. And yet two years into this, the CDC, you know, the arbiters of scientific truth for the United States, the CDC, said that perhaps these masks aren't that effective. I'm going to read from this article. The U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention has updated its guidance on face masks, saying loosely woven cloth masks offer the least protection against COVID-19 and N95 and KN95 masks offer the most. The CDC update doesn't come out and say Americans should avoid cloth masks, but clarifies that some kinds of masks work better than others. Here's a quote. To protect yourself and others from COVID-19, CDC continues to recommend that you wear the most protective mask you can, that fits well, that you will wear consistently, the CDC said in its first updated mask guidance since last fall. It goes on. Um, So many other things. I'll jump down to this paragraph. The agency is catching up to health experts who in recent months have recommended ditching cloth masks. Do you get that? (laughs) The CDC, the Centers for Disease Control here in the United States, controls so much of what's happened to us over the last two years. People losing their jobs, Christians deciding not to go to church, uh, other events stopping completely children not going to school. The Centers for Disease Control, this article says, this agency, that agency, the CDC, is catching up with health experts who are now recommending ditching cloth masks. Next paragraph, we have known for many months that COVID-19 is airborne and therefore a simple cloth mask is not going to cut it. Lena Wynn, MD, an emergency doctor and public health professor at George Washington University said last month, The CDC, however, is still recommending that children under age two not wear masks. That's great, under age two, because we can't get children under age two to do anything, let alone wear a mask. But the point I'm making is this. The same experts who said this is settled science, this is the way forward, this is the only thing that will work two years into this pandemic, as defined by them, came back and said what we've been recommending, yay, (laughs) what we have been mandating, not simply recommending, but mandating, does not work. Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of their lives. He created the Giza Dream bed sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep for you and me. Mike found the world's best cotton called Giza. Mike's latest incredible deal is the sale of the year. Sale of the year. That means it's not going to happen again. This is the sale of the year. What is it? For a limited time, you will receive 60% off the Giza Dream Sheets that comes with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. You will receive a set for as low as $39.99. For a limited time, with any purchase, you will receive Mike's soft cover book free when you use promo code SITREP. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener square and use promo code SITREP. 
Along with this offer, you will also get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow mattress topper, MyPillow towel sets, and so much more. For those of you that would rather use the phone, and some of you are out there, you know who you are, call 1-800-870-0283, use the promo code SITREP, or MyPillow.com, and use the promo code SITREP. Now, this is not about whether or not you have been wearing a cloth mask. Uh, If you're like me, and you may not be like me, but if you're like me, you wore a cloth mask if you went somewhere that you really had to go to, (laughs) if they required it, and that's it. Uh, I would not wear one if I could get away with it, Uh, but there are some places, an airplane, uh, other places you, you have to go to do what you need to do, and it's required. And so you go along with it. If I could get away with it, I wouldn't. Um, You're probably the same. But settled science said that's what we must do. I want to go to another article. Uh, This article is fascinating. The title of this article from the expose, UK government data proves that COVID-19 vaccines double your chances of catching COVID-19. One more time, I'm going to ask you to think back. (laughs) Think back. It was uh, late December of 2020. We had just had a crazy presidential election. Things seemed absolutely out of control and upside down. The still incumbent President Trump, who had been working on uh, fast-tracking vaccines through the FDA, through the approval process, was now talking about how these vaccines were available. We were told by the experts, not just the president, he's not a scientist nor a doctor, but his uh, panel of experts, that vaccines will be the thing that will stop this pandemic, will bring us from pandemic to endemic. It will still exist, but it won't be so bad that it can't be controlled, and that eventually these vaccines will eliminate this thing that has brought the earth, the planet, the globe to a standstill for the last two years. I guess at that time it would have been the last year and a half. It is to prevent death. It is to prevent hospitalization. This is the thing that will get kids back in school. This is where the mandates will all be lifted because of the vaccine. And yet a study earlier this year out of the UK says that COVID-19 vaccines will double your chances of catching or contracting COVID-19. You can go to this article if you'd like to. Again, it's found on the expose from May 12th. Number of charts, graphs, if you like that kind of thing. You can find them all here. There's even colors. If you like colors, it's all there. But a couple of points are made, a couple of summary points. Uh, Number one, there are presently over seven times more COVID-19 cases in the double-vaxxed than there are in the unvaxxed. In circumstances where there are 3.5 times more vaxxed people than unvaxxed people. That's a lot of numbers, and you're probably listening to this. You haven't written it down, and you can't see it. Here's the point. Seven times more COVID-19 cases in the double-vaxxed than in the unvaxxed. What does that tell you? (laughs) I'm not a smart guy. Again, I'm not a scientist. As uh, someone who now sits on the Supreme Court famously said, I'm not a biologist. But I can read. (laughs) And what this tells me is that you are seven times more likely to get COVID-19 if you've had two vaccines than if you've had none. Uh, Second point is made in summary. In the last four weeks, there were over two million 
fully vaccinated COVID-19 cases. 2 million fully vaccinated COVID-19 cases. Is it any wonder that the language around the vaccine has moved from this will prevent COVID to this will keep you from dying? Number three, fully vaccinated people today are precisely twice as likely to catch COVID as unvaccinated people. Those under, this is the next one, number four, those under 18 face a tiny risk from Omicron, equivalent to normal flu, which COVID has now mutated into. This article goes on and gets a little snarky, if I'm honest, and it should get a little snarky, uh, saying things like, well, what a wonderful vaccine. But isn't that the truth? Again, you have to think, use a little bit of your memory to go back to the point we were told that this vaccine was going to save us by the experts. Now, the experts, the ones who have done research ex post facto, after the fact, have come to the conclusion that if you receive the vaccine, you're at least twice as likely to get COVID-19. There may be other factors. I don't know what all of those factors would be, but the information has not only shifted, it has taken a 180 degree turn. Next, this article from the Epoch Times And uh, I love Epoch. They do such great work. We've had a number of folks on um, uh, from Epoch. It's this EU regulators, the World Health Organization, call for end to COVID boosters, citing evidence that the strategy is failing. EU regulators and the World Health Organization call for an end to COVID boosters, citing evidence that their strategy is failing. Um, let me just read some of this. I, I could say a lot about that, but let me say some. Uh, let me read some of this. European drug regulators on Tuesday warned frequent COVID boosters could adversely affect the immune system and said there are currently no data to support repeated doses. Let me say that one more time for those in the back of the room. European Union drug regulators on Tuesday warned frequent COVID boosters could adversely affect the immune system and said there are currently no data to support repeated doses. How many times have you heard, whether it's in the news or by way of an advertisement on the radio or on television, or seen a billboard that communicates that you must get a booster if you've been fully vaccinated to continue to keep your community safe? We've been told that, but now we're being told that perhaps it's more damaging than it is helpful. I'll continue to read. This comes a month after EU drug regulators said it made sense to administer COVID-19 vaccine boosters as early as three months after the initial two-shot regimen among concerns over the Omicron variant. Again, don't miss what's being said here. This comes a month, one month, four weeks after the same experts were telling us that we need to get a Booster, get a vaccine booster in order to maintain the efficacy of the vaccine. Four weeks. According to the European Medicines Agency, the EMA, continued booster doses every four months could pose a risk of overloading people's immune systems and lead to fatigue. Instead, the agency recommended countries space out the intervals between boosters and coordinate their programs with the onset of the cold season in each hemisphere 
following blueprints of influenza vaccination strategies. Um, for years, my wife has been playing this game with our healthcare provider where she takes our kids to the doctor and pretends she can't see the lines of people getting the flu, uh, the flu shot <laughs> and then tells our doctor that he doesn't know what he's talking about and that we are not going to get the flu shot. For years, she's been playing the same game. Uh, apparently, that's the strategy they're recommending here, the EU and the World Health Organization. We need to treat this the same way as the flu shot. And if that means you just don't get it, then you just don't get it. Isn't that amazing? The people who said this was the way forward, the vaccine, we won't need a booster. They then recommended on the heels of the vaccine not working, in fact, doubling your chances of getting COVID, that, well, perhaps what you need within three months of getting the vaccine is a booster. So now you need to get a booster. One month after that recommendation was made, they stepped back and said, perhaps a booster is a bad idea and can actually do harm. In fact, we probably need to treat this the same way as we treat the annual flu. The World Health Organization warns repeated boosters not a viable strategy against new variants. I'll read you one more paragraph. The World Health Organization's Technical Advisory Group on COVID-19 Vaccine Composition, they even have a a neat little name, the tag (laughs) COVAC, Warned, a vaccination strategy based on repeated booster doses of the original vaccine composition is unlikely to be appropriate or sustainable. Again, my point here is not that the vaccine is good or bad, that you should or should not get a booster. I have an opinion on that, as I'm sure you do, but that's not my point. My point is this. The same exact people, we're not talking about different experts, someone, who else, someone else who came in because they did more research. We're talking about the exact same individuals and the exact same organizations that told us one thing in March of 2020 and told us something else at the end of 2020, getting into 2021 as it relates to vaccinations. And then changed their understanding of what a vaccination is intended to do, not just to eliminate COVID, but to keep you from dying. It can't eliminate COVID, but it can keep you from dying. But you won't need a booster. Then they began to recommend boosters. Then they said boosters are a bad idea. Apparently, the settled science that they've been screaming about for so long is not so settled. And now the people who were on the other side of this debate don't seem so crazy. Earlier this week, perhaps you heard, as I'm recording earlier this week, um, one of the great proponents of vaccinations is Bill Gates. He's talked an awful lot about it. He's been in the news um, often on this topic, and it makes all of us wonder how he, as someone who's not a doctor, can speak on it. But real doctors who have a different opinion can't. That's another episode. But this week, he completely changed course, 180 degrees, and again, came to the conclusion, publicly at least, that we need to treat this like the flu. Now, I am not going to try to call into question anyone's motivation on this. You can do that on your own if you like. Uh, What are the theories behind why positions have changed, why the vaccinations were pushed as much as they are. All of those questions, those are questions for different people, not questions for me. But I can make a very simple point. I can draw a very simple conclusion from the three articles that I just read to you. If you are simply receiving information 
from those that have letters after their name or are considered to be experts. You're simply receiving the information and without questioning that information, make decisions on how you are going to live, what you're going to do with your kids, how you're going to manage your family, whether or not you're going to continue to work. Beginning to uh, make these very big life-altering decisions based on the opinions of the so-called experts without doing your own research, it's quite possible that you will come to the wrong conclusion. How do I know that? Because I just spent 30 minutes reading the experts' opinions, <laughs> their positions on what we should and shouldn't do. As I've read their own words, we've seen how even their positions have changed. They are not even doing what they once said should be done. In fact, in several cases, they're recommending against it. This is very recent. I'm sure you're following what's happening in Ukraine. We've talked about Ukraine on this show several times. And uh, again, a very difficult situation to understand. Here's something that's not difficult to understand. Uh, This week, a couple of days ago, as I'm recording this episode, the title of this article from Zero Hedge, and you could find this information on just about every news site right now. The Democrats ditch COVID funds to rush $40 billion to Ukraine. A huge spending package was just approved. $40 billion for Ukraine aid, whatever you think about that. Again, that's a different discussion for a different day. But the stipulation put on this funding bill by those who were holding back whether or not they would vote for it or against it was that this $40 billion that was being recommended would have to be found somewhere in the budget. Inflation is high and it's continuing. We are in a mess economically. We cannot continue to add to our national debt. So something that's already been approved has to be shifted or cut so that we can give this aid to Ukraine. And what did Congress decide to cut? A $40 billion aid package to Americans dealing with COVID-19. Again, one could argue that the inflationary issues we're dealing with right now, and I think it's a valid argument, are directly tied to the COVID-19 spending that's been done over the last couple of years. You cannot interject more than a trillion dollars into our economy by printing the money and interjecting it into the economy without seeing inflation. We're on the back end of that. Uh, We could get our friend Tho Bishop on here to uh, talk us through that, and he certainly helped talk me through that. But that is a policy decision, the decision to provide more than a trillion dollars to our economy to deal with COVID. That was a policy decision that is having repercussions in terms of uh, inflation. But it was worth it. Why did we decide it was worth it? Because we needed more masks. We needed to pay for vaccines. No one's paid for a vaccine. We need to pay for more testing, which, by the way, this week, (laughs) uh, other experts said that perhaps we have tested too much and that the amount of testing we have required has caused some harm. We needed that money for testing, for masks, for vaccines, for other treatments. Uh, to help communities who can't have their kids go to the classroom. We decided it was that important. 
But this week, Congress, when looking for an area to cut $40 billion, that's a big number to me. It's not a big number to Congress. And there are a lot of other places they could have cut that from. Said, well, the one thing we can get rid of without causing much harm is the next COVID aid package. Things have changed. All of that gets me back to the point I tried to make at the top of the show. If you are going to be able to navigate an ever-changing culture, I mean effectively navigate it. We'll all live through it. (laughs) I had a friend, I remember when I was a teenager, he was a little bit older than me, and we were talking about getting through things and trying to do a good job. And I said something like, well, you'll get through it. And I remember him looking at me saying, you'll always get through it. I don't want to just get through it. I want to do a good job. I can't even remember what we were talking about, but I remember his, his, his response to me saying, you'll get through it. I want to do a good job. I don't want to just get through it. You'll always get to the other side. If you want to do more than just get through it, as it relates to an ever-changing culture, if you want to get through it in a good way, if you want your kids to grow up and, and have some skills, have the right uh, outlook, the right worldview, to be able to go into the workplace, to be able to go into culture and to go into their communities and serve well and lead well and, and have productive lives, if you want that to happen, if you want your relationships to be strong, if you want to navigate so much of uh, the, the, the moral shifting that's taking place in our culture, if you want to navigate that well, not just survive it, not just get through it, but navigate it well, you have got to receive information from multiple sources, maybe even some you don't agree with. Do your own research. Scroll down to the bottom of the article and start clicking on those links to the data, to the footnotes. Ask people who are smarter than you. Stop listening to the ones who all only scream. All they do is scream. Do your own research. Find the middle. (laughs) Triangulate that. And come to a conclusion that will allow you to map a course forward. I believe so much of the problems, so many of the problems that we have in our country are because we have become so intellectually lazy. If we can't learn it from a meme or a short TikTok video or someone we know who sums up really well, if we can't learn it in just a couple of minutes scrolling through our news feed, we're just not interested. And that is having damning consequences in our culture, in our communities, in our families, and in our personal lives. You need information, and you need perspectives, not so that you can be told what to do or how to think, but so that you can make up your own mind based on your own worldview. You can take that information, filter it through your worldview, and make the best decision for you and your family. If you have learned nothing else from the last two years or two and a half years, or whatever it is, seems like a million years of this pandemic, then learn this. 
Ask questions. Get information. Uh, Don't take the first thing that's said to you. Don't believe that the so-called experts will believe the same thing a year from now that they believe now. Figure it out for yourself. See if it makes sense. And if it does, move forward. If it doesn't, hold until you have the information that will clarify that does make sense and allows you to move forward. So many good lessons. I am fond of talking about redemption. Uh, redemption is, is something we talk about in the Christian world, but to redeem something means to give value where there once was no value. The last couple of years, man, they seem like such a pit. We can look back and go, what a waste. You know how you redeem the last two years? By learning the lessons that will carry you forward from this point. By learning lessons that you can teach to your kids so they can move forward in their lives. And what's one of the big lessons? (laughs) Experts are there for a reason. Information is readily available. But dig deep. Do your own research. And make your own decisions. I hope that's a help to you. I read these things and I look at articles and we have conversations here all the time about crazy, crazy stuff that's going on and questions you have to ask because it's just there. Don't just accept anything at face value. I'm not talking about being cynical. Uh, I'm not talking about disregarding every expert in your life. Don't go into a deep, dark hole by yourself. I'm not talking about any of that. But get good information from good, strong sources that are doing more than screaming and make solid decisions for you and those that you have the opportunity to impact. Hope that's helped to you and uh, hope that gives you a good perspective on what's going on in our world. This is not a hopeless time at all. It can be a very hope-filled time if you'll take advantage of the opportunity you have to learn really once-in-a-lifetime lessons. I appreciate you listening and uh, watching. If you are not yet subscribed to this podcast, please do subscribe. You're listening on some platform, whatever platform it is you're listening from. Go ahead and subscribe. If you are listening on a platform that allows you to leave comments, leave us us a good comment. Uh, That would be very, very helpful to us, particularly if you are on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. That would be wonderful. Please do that. Uh, Take some time. If you would like to watch this episode, watch the other episodes that we have, an entire archive of episodes uh, dealing with various subjects, various topics. And again, our goal is not to just say stuff that's relevant right now. It's to talk about things, to establish principles that can help us in our lives going forward. Uh, Go back and check out some of our other episodes. You can find those in one of a couple places. I would encourage you to go to YouTube. You can find us there. Go to YouTube, search for The Situation Report. You'll find our channel. Subscribe, hit the notification bell, leave us a comment, share the content out. That would be awesome. Or you can go over to SalemNow.com and find the same content there. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Look forward to talking to you next time. Many of our veterans feel they need to fight their battles alone. This self-isolation has led to the staggering statistic of more than 20 veterans taking their lives every day. The mission of Mighty Oaks is to eradicate the veteran suicide epidemic and help our warriors change their legacies. 
We've been able to help over 4,000 veterans and first responders by equipping them with the tools they need to live the lives they were created to live. Our faith-based, peer-to-peer approach has one of the highest success rates of any program available today, offering hope and understanding to those who need it most. By aligning their lives to biblical principles, these men and women are able to lead their families, their communities, and our nation. It's your generosity that can make a difference in the lives of the men and women who have fought for our country and our freedoms. Now that they're home, don't let them fight alone. Learn more at MightyOaksPrograms.org. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.